Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new edition of Hugh Spotlight. Well, it's all about music, we know that. We love to hear it, we love to play it, and we take so much enjoyment in listening to it. Well, today's show is all about being about, I guess, having music be the healing part. Um, changing people's lives, I guess, in a way. So, we're going to start off right here in studio. I am so happy to have right here Anthony Martins. A uh, great singer-songwriter, but also more than that, music has been so much a part of your life, hasn't it? An, yeah. A turning point in your life. Absolutely. Music's uh, it's, it's all I really had. Uh, it's always been my number one. And, uh, and that's why when I write my music, I write a lot of recovery music. I express it's not only a story, it's my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe that through music, it heals me. Mm -hmm. And I believe it heals other people as well. Okay, so part of the reason for you being here, Anthony, is uh, your story. Mm -hmm. So um, I, uh, I, uh, I came here at a very young age, at uh, one and a half, and I came from Portugal. And I grew up in a very, uh, very aggressive, abusive household. Um, basically, it was tough love. So I, uh, I grew up in, uh, in a lot of fear. I really didn't know what love was, but, uh, but I was always chasing that, so I was always attention-seeking. And uh, through that abuse, um, I, I, I to, began to, to get a lot of trauma in my life, and it stuck with me. So, I, uh, so I, one day I finally had to find something that would work for me, something that would, would hide me away from everybody else. I didn't want anybody to know what I was feeling. And, uh, and I turned to drugs and alcohol. It was actually a solution for me. So I went from wanting to die to finding drugs and alcohol to not having that feeling anymore because it numbed me. So even though it's kind of weird to say, it actually saved me for a while. And then one day I wasn't working anymore. And uh, the only thing I ever, only way I had to express myself uh, in my healing process was through my music. And uh, it's something that I've always had in me. Um, at a very young age, I was in the Winnipeg Boys Choir and uh, music just grew for me from there, right? And uh, I mean, I can honestly say that being in addiction or going through what I've gone through, I actually embrace it today because I actually got to know who I really was because I didn't know who I was because I was living a lie for a very long time. But today I can say that I'm over a year sober and uh, I'm actually living the life that I was meant to be because you know, I'm a very, very high and I'm a God person. And I believe that God did not place me or anybody in this world to be something that they're not. He placed us here to be something that we were meant to be, to live our life to our full potential. And I also believe that, I no longer believe that I was a bad person. I made bad choices. I lived in fear. And uh, I'm here to tell everybody, like, you can surpass that. Be who you are meant to be. Don't hide from your past. Embrace your past because your past has made you who you are. I want to go back when you spent uh, some time with the Winnipeg Boys Choir because yeah. I know about them and mm -hmm. it's a beautiful, fantastic group. <clears throat> what was it about music then that twigged something with you? Well, I'll be honest with you. I was 10 years old. I was very good in school. Like I was very good in music in school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't very uh, good <laughs> in anything else. But uh, So my music teacher actually called my mother and uh, she ran the Winnipeg Boys Choir. And she said, we'd like your son to try out. I had no idea what was going on. So I went and I tried out. And I remember, like it was yesterday, I sang Dale Shannon, Runaway. And I sang a cappella. 
and I made the choir. So that's really the only training I really ever got. And it, it was it was like the funnest time of my life, you know, I felt mm -hmm. free. You know that, that feeling you have in your heart when you're, when you're a kid and it just brings you nothing but joy and happiness. It, it kind of was like my addiction. Yeah. Well, I lost that on the way, right? Yeah. Uh, I lost two very important people to, to me, my grandparents on the same day, and it really crushed me. And uh, like I said, I turned to alcohol and drugs. But, uh, you know, my mom, God rest her soul, she's passed. But I remember, even as a kid, she always told me, you know, son, be careful with that big heart of yours. And I understand what she means today, yes. you know, because having a big heart can get a lot of heartache and you can get hurt. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, what I learned about that is I'm not going to change who I am. Yeah. I'm a guy with a big heart. I'm a guy that has a lot to say, whether it's through music or whether it's just a friend to talk because I know life is tough and life is always going to be tough. I'll give you a quick example because I, I, I like to express myself in ways what people would understand. So if you take a cup and you put remorse, bitterness, guilt, shame, anger, and you put an alcoholic and an addict in that cup, everybody sees that alcoholic and that addict. But if you take that alcoholic and that addict out of that cup, we have an everyday person. Everybody has problems. The only difference is Tony was using these excuses to go out and get high and drunk. Today I don't live in excuses. Today I live in the now. I live in the moment one day at a time. Oh, wow. I mean, that is, you know, I think it is part of the road to recovery when you can finally realize that, too. Am I correct, too? Absolutely. And you, and you look at the world in a different light. Absolutely. Let's talk now about the music and how it has evolved for you. <coughs> so I, um, I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's called Stay Clean, Tony M. And uh, I put all my recovery music in there. And I also like, so what I do is... Um, I, uh, I do a lot of, there's a few things I do. I do a lot of coloring <laughs> because it helps me with my ADHD. And then I do a lot of writing. Um, you know, I've just recently just wrote a song. Um, it's called I Lost a Friend. I Lost a Friend uh, a while back. Yeah. And uh, basically it was an amends to him because, uh, you know, being, being able to, to live in the now and, and beginning to love myself, I can now realize where I've been wrong in my life. Mm -hmm. And just because someone has passed on, doesn't mean you can't make that amends. So yeah. that song will be coming out very shortly. It's actually out. It just haven't released it. And uh, the way I express my music, not only is it telling a story, it's letting people know that I understand pain. Mm -hmm. Because no, one pain, if no one's pain is more pain than anybody else. Pain is pain equals pain. Mm -hmm. We all know it. It's what we do with it. Okay, and so now, you're also helping others. Too. Absolutely. I, uh, I go to AA, I sponsor people, I, I tell people my story, I also got this great opportunity to come here and let the world know about me, uh, and, uh, and even, um, I, even my church, my church did my story and one of my songs as well, and uh, I think today I just embrace the fact that I'm breathing, I embrace the fact that I want to be here, because I think that, that through time, people take little things for granted because it's not the big things that come and crush you it's the little things that you hide and keep inside that is going to torment you forever mm -hmm. well i think you know the moment you know the moment i i took a step in my life to realize where i was wrong and i was able to make those amends to you know i think about it this way how can anybody live a life that they were meant to live carrying all that guilt and shame it wasn't until i released that guilt and shame 
that I was able to change. And I felt change in my heart. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I did not know who I was. I'm 48 today, but I feel like I'm 15. You know? I know, and, and you don't look 48. You look so young, but that's the whole part of it. I guess, what is the future going to be like for Anthony Martins? Uh, I'm working on a recovery album, um, and I'm just going to embrace what God gifted me. He gifted me a good voice, he gifted me music, and he gifted me a, a heart of gold. And I think that, that even if my story or my music can help one person, I believe that can, that can be a chain effect. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not in, in, into my music to make a million dollars. I'm into my music to make people feel good. I'm into my music to let people know that they're not alone, mm -hmm. you know. But because I think that the moment you feel that loneliness in your heart, there's no room to change, you know. It's, it's kind of like I said, like in a, it's a we program. You know, it's not a Tony program, it's a we program. And then, you know, what, we, what you can't do alone, I promise you, you can do it together. And I say to, to everybody that I talk to, you know, as long as you keep trying, there's hope. And as long as there's hope, I promise you, there is a future. And the moment you believe that is the moment that your life will change. Oh, well, we do have a song mm -hmm. that is close to your heart, Set Me Free. Yeah. The story behind that. So the story behind Set Me Free is, uh, you know, it's basically a song explaining that the things I've done in my past doesn't justify who I am, you know. The things that I've done in my past made me the man I am today. But because be, what it's done is it's made me realize that I wasn't in the right state of mind and I wasn't that person. I was living a lie, you know. And then I gave myself to the Lord and the Lord set me free. Not only has He set me free in my heart, He's brought my family back to me. He's brought my friends back to me. And I'm finally alone, able to be alone in my own skin. You know? And like today, like, I live a life that I have my children back. Uh, I am a single guy, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Because for a long time, I would jump in and out of relationships because I didn't want to be alone, because I was afraid to be alone. But really, inside, you're never alone. Yeah. I got the Lord, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and I got my music. And I got this spark in my heart that I had when I was a kid, and I ain't losing that for nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. No. Because that's what drives me today. You know? Like, uh, and, you know, like, I know a lot, of, a lot of people try to, you know, they have loved ones and they're trying to help them. Really, I'm here to tell you that it wasn't my children that saved me. It wasn't my family that saved me. Jesus Christ saved me. Because mm -hmm. He kept me here until I realized that I wanted to be who I really wanted to be. And then you did the work. Absolutely. You did the work. Like I said, a we program. Mm -hmm. Me and him. I'm never mm -hmm. alone. Well, we thank people like yourself, Tony, or Anthony, that, you know, you are speaking about it, being mm -hmm. open about it, mm -hmm. and, of course, accompanied with your music. So we wish you all the best. Thank you. What's that YouTube channel again? Stay Clean Tony M. Stay Clean Tony M. Mm -hmm. Well, we are going to see the video coming up soon on Set Me Free, but don't go away on the second half. We're going to meet Rebecca Mason. She has a band, R. Mason, and her story, not quite like Tony to Anthony's, Tony <laughs> Anthony's, but um, it's all dealing with mental health and how music has really saved her. And again, her storytelling is all about the same things that uh, you spoke about right now so passionately. So thank you. No problem. Anthony.
Thank you very much for having me. And here is a lyric video of Set Me Free. Things I've done in my past Does it justify who I am? I remember the day that I used to fall I picked myself up and I stand tall so thank you, Lord, for guiding me to be the man I was meant to be. Set me free, set me free, take this bondage away from me.
Hello everyone, welcome back to the Spotlight on Hugh. And I want to give a warm welcome, a very warm welcome, to Rebecca Mason. Uh, Our Mason is the band. Some great music coming out of Victoria, BC. And so good to see you, Rebecca. I know that you're two hours behind us, and boy, does it look nice in Victoria right now. Yeah. Very bright. <laughs> very bright and sunny. Okay, yeah. so we're going to get right into the music. Um, music for a lot of us, right? We listen to it, we enjoy it, it puts us in a good mood. Uh, sometimes, you know, there's a story. With your music and the R. Mason Band, it's much more than just music and making people feel good, I think. A lot of your messaging and storytelling really hits home for a lot of people, and especially yourself. So maybe give us the whole story on how R. Mason came to be and how music has helped you, Rebecca. Yeah, it's a very open question. Um, so I, I guess how our, our Mason came to be is just we, uh, we were a, another band that um, Jonathan and I were in had dissolved, and um, I had actually just uh, found out I was pregnant with my second baby, and um, it was a bit of a tough time for me, and I was struggling to find a way to, I don't know, cope, I guess. Um, and a good friend of mine uh, uh, was just very um, comforting and helpful and it just kind of pushed me to keep going, keep creating. And um, that's kind of how R. Mason kind of happened. I just, it was time for me to put out some new music and to keep writing. And I had been working with Jonathan, guitar player, um, for a little bit, just kind of messing around with music. And then it was time to get a little bit more focused. And that's when we started working on Rain's Too Loud for TV, which was um, an album we put out, uh, I guess, a couple years ago now. Um, and then alongside that, we had been working, uh, I wanted it all filmed. And so while we were working on the album, I actually had uh, John Flatman come and do a bunch of just footage for it. And we ended up having to do the album over COVID, which was also um, a struggle. Uh, it, it, it just, you know, <laughs> for timing, because everything took so long <laughs> to try to find time to get to the studio and all that. So um, it was an interesting time and to kind of be working through uh, pretty pretty tough um mental health breaks like my depression was coming through and my panic attacks kept coming through as well so um yeah we ended up uh, also creating a documentary just kind of talking about mm -hmm. you know basically what the point of of art and music is in a lot of people's lives not just mine but the people that were involved in the film and the album so, um, yeah, a lot of people just talking about, you know, that push, you know, how, how to come out of the darkness and music really helps with that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how Rain's Too Loud came out. I, um, that's kind of the beginning of it. <laughs> but we've, we've continued on and, you know, I, the struggle is always very real and always there. And music, um, music and, and the, the lyrics, um, uh, the poetry for me is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so working through, yeah, just some of the the darker, harder, more kind of, I don't know if I, I want to say real, because joy is very real as well, but the stuff that maybe we don't tap on in everyday conversations. So, so yeah. I know that it, it's, it, it's always hard to kind of come 
or come out, be open about your struggles. Where are you are where are you now, Rebecca, when you kind of look back and even just that brief conversation right now that we're having and I'm nodding my head and yes, yes and I know that uh, everything, we've come a long ways when we talk about mental health, but we still have a long way to go. How are you coping now with things that maybe beforehand would throw you off? Well, to be honest, it still throws me off. I don't think that, um, I, I think that I'm always moving forward, but I think one of the things to wrap our heads around with many people who have mental health struggles, depending on how that kind of shows itself um it's just something you deal with it's not something that you can really get out of your life some some days you just are better able to handle it and cope with it um i i still have panic attacks i still struggle with depression mm -hmm. um and i suppose one of the things that i have always clung to is just um making that beautiful i have to see I have to see myself as beautiful with all the struggles and, and other people as well. And so turning that into a thing of beauty through music is really helped me just, um, I suppose, accept and love that part of myself too, in a weird way. It's not comfortable, but it's part of me. So, um, yeah, like I say, some days I handle it better than others. <laughs> some days, some days it's just yeah, it's and like a bit of a and you're not you're not alone. I mean, we're we're all in that same boat. You know, there's nobody that can say, oh no, everything's uh, a a bowl of cherries, so to speak. I, I want to talk now about the family kind of aspect. You've got two young kids, and uh, you know they probably look up to mom as as a role model in a sort of sensible way, but. There's that unconditional love too, right, of kids. How has mm -hmm. that sort of worked its way in helping you to where you are now? Well, you know, to to be honest, it's it's interesting because um, a lot of the stuff, you know, a lot of the struggle that I see in them is something that, you know, I have also struggled with. A lot of this stuff is passed down. So it certainly makes me look twice at myself and how I, you know, react to that pain, you know, or, or the struggle or, you know, whatever. I know I'm speaking very... Uh, uh, generalized words here, but you know, little bouts of anger mm -hmm. or or stress coming through when you're trying to get out the door, or you know, all that kind of stuff. The the struggle of relationships and 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 compassion with people, and um, you know, how close are you supposed to be with somebody, and how you know, even when you're developing friendships as a nine year old or a ten year old, you know, it can be very confusing. And um, so yeah, it's certainly helped me. Uh, hold myself accountable to the things that I work on for myself mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know when there's other little people in the mix it's um yeah it's, yeah <laughs> you have to be really careful even down to the things of body image you know if I look in the mirror and I'm like oh what is going on here you know and then my daughter sees me then she exactly. gets this thing where she's like oh how should I be looking at myself in the mirror right like at what point do you say you're beautiful and at what point do you say oh what's going on there it's a really it's a difficult um it's a difficult difficult thing to to work through a lot of the the songs I write about well actually Savior one of the ones that I, I sent you um the name keeps bouncing around there but <laughs> okay. um just yeah that's part of that whole thing is you know feeling confident and calling yourself beautiful without being 
um, I don't know, obsessive about it, I guess. It's a, it's a hard balance, I think, for women. Mm-hmm. So to see, to see the, the next um, group of, of women coming up, they, they've learned so much, you know, from what all the other generations are passing on. And I think they're not as, not as obsessed, but um, anyways, it's just interesting. It's, yeah, it's, uh, she teaches me just as much as I think I teach her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no doubt. Okay, so then that leads me to this question, Rebecca. What do you want to leave in the world of music and as a female artist, passing information or passing wisdom down, like you said, to the next generation of young women wanting to get into music. What message would you like to get or give them right now? Beauty and joy, I think, acceptance of the all of the stuff that hurts, all of the stuff that, that you know, feels like it's going to stall you out or stop you from enjoying life. I mean, you get to choose which wolf you're going to feed in this life. And that those hard things are just always going to be there. You can't be like, oh, just got to get to the next thing. Uh, as soon as I'm finished this, this, this hard path, whatever it is, a breakup, a panic attack, a death, divorce, moving, uh, selling, a, whatever it is. That's always going to be hitting you, slapping you across the face, and you can feed that, and and that's where that's where all the energy goes. Or you can find the beauty in it and the joy, and you know, really just enjoy that stick of butter or the <laughs> the glass of wine, or you know, that feeling in the air at the top of a mountain, and those small little pieces, the feeling of water going down your down your throat for the first time in the morning. That's very real, satisfying uh, feeling, and those moments happen all the time. And so, to be really just like grabbing onto that side is, I think that's the key to life, key to living. That's so amazing. I think to wrap it up, enjoy the present, right? Yeah. And which we Good. don't, because we're always either we're harping back on the past, or we're stressing out over what's going to happen in, the, in exactly. front of us or in the future, so it's great. Okay, so we do have your video. I'll call it Savior. <laughs> yeah, savior is good. Savior, savior, dark Savior. <laughs> savior, yeah. Savior, just Savior. Yeah. Uh, the lyrics are so interesting, and I, I guess without context, I almost feel like you're having a conversation. Like, it's not like, oh, it's, you know, here's the chorus, here's the verse, or whatever, and um, yeah, so maybe you can kind of what was inside of your head when re- you wrote this song? So a lot of the stuff that's coming out of my <laughs> chest these days is uh, I grew up in a Christian home and I um, I believe it, it tortured and also abused me. Um, and so a lot of that stuff is coming up, but a lot of the anger and the frustration from that. But there's still this thing inside me that thinks that somebody's going to save me. And I think in my relationships and in the relationships of my siblings as well, I've got six of them, uh, I think there is a very deep connection to feeling like you need to save somebody or you're going to be saved Mm -hmm. by somebody else. And that's a lot of pressure that's not healthy. And so the whole song is basically 
about that, a sexy way of, you know, looking at a relationship and just, you know, um, I like escapism too, because relationships are so very beautiful. And I think there's a sexiness to this song, you know, with somebody picking you up in the middle of the night and whisking you away, you know, in a, in a beautiful car. And, um, but the reality of it being, you know, is that person really going to save you and can you really save them? And just trying to balance that idea of relationship. Well, it's, uh, a beautiful tale in this dark, sometimes very dark world that uh, yes. sheds a little bit of light and a little bit of brevity. And as always, it's you know it's always nice to know that uh, you can you can tell a story, right? Mm -hmm. And and you just have people all over the world to listen. So I want to thank you, Rebecca, for spending thank this you. time with us. Our Masons, the band, and we're going to wrap things up on Hugh Spotlight with Savior, the name could change, but keep in mind, our Mason, she might be in your neighborhood. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching Hugh Spotlight, and here is the video Savior.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.